0: The
1: devil lay in the distance. He's in your seat.
2: What's up, party people, podcast players, and fourth wall fam, and welcome to another episode of New Normal Wrestling, where the good brothers go to brother out, and guess who it is? It's me, it's me, it's JCB, here to two sweet with my good brothers, introducing first my co-host, the NNW original, you call him, we call him, we all call him the voice of the voiceless. He's the man with that. Silky smooth tones on the airwaves, ladies and gentlemen. Your friendly neighborhood
1: DJs. Give it up for DJ Matty G. Ooh, friendly neighborhood DJ. I like that. I'm like Spider Matty. Yep. Boom. Spider Matty. Spider Matty. Or Matty yeah. Matty drip drip. But who gave you that name? Matty Matty drip. Uh, what, what was was it? Was it the Miz? No, I think. No, it, was it was it Morrison? Not, the Miz. They're not as lavish as this guy that I'm talking mm. about. Oh no, it's the one and the only. It's the solid gold bro. It's the man yeah. with the plan, and we don't call him Stan. Why don't you tell him who it is, Bonesy? I mean, th- th- this man is one who brings an experience, and I'm not talking like the
2: Jimi Hendrix experience. I mean, like an experience. Like this is an experience that you've never experienced because you're just not cool enough. Like Maddie and I are to be a good brother with this good brother. What am I? Am I even making sense right now? Probably not. But you know what? We gotta introduce the wade experience right now to our fam out there that's tuning in today so let's give it up for the one and only quarantine mean gene himself ladies and gentlemen the lavish one good brother wade ilson wade bestow the experience upon us this evening ladies and gentlemen the wade
0: experience is here we're talking about some lavish wrestling with my good brothers
2: it is here let's get into it it is here so (laughs) round one ding ding Anyone know where that's from? What commercial that's from? Conor McGregor and his uh what the hell is his drink called that he drinks? Whiskey.
1: The whiskey proper, yeah, the the, the proper whiskey 12 drink. Or proper like 12. twelve. Oh no, we're not no, yeah. we're not pushing that. And not just that <laughs> ding ding comes from the ding, end of Rocky too, brother. Come on, get it right. <laughs> get it together. Rocky and okay. Apollo in the gym You're right.
2: Apollo. We're not talking about Apollo Cruz. But anyway, guys, let's get into today's show. First, we gotta give a big shout out. And a big congratulations to, to, I think, this era's new it couple, Mia Yim and Keith Lee. Keith Lee popped the question, and Mia Yim, according to her Twitter, she said yes. So congratulations to the limitless one, Keith Lee, and to the baddie of WWE, Mia Yim. Guys, hit us up, Elegant Music Group. We yes. got you covered. EMG, even down, we will even down we'll in take Florida. care of your wedding. <laughs> we, we will fly down there and Shh. play for your wedding. Know it. So um, I feel like I want to talk about that real quick. Mia Yim has been referred to as Mia Yim a lot more lately than Reckoning on mm. social media. Mm.
1: However, you just said we're not talking about Apollo Crews, but we are talking about another man that had an Apollo Crews style name. Did you hear Xavier Woods screaming for Reckoning at the yes. end of that match? That was solid gold. Yes. Send me
0: Reckoning. He's been doing that for like a week now. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Talk. He's like, give me Reckoning. It's, it's 2 2. We're tied up. We need a tiebreaker. I've beaten so everybody good. up. In the group. I just need reckoning.
2: I I think Mia Yim might be getting a name change. Hopefully Uh, going back to me. Because what's Damian Priest's finishing move called? The Reckoning. The Reckoning. And I thought it was was Crossroads, personally. (laughs) 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 Well, yeah. Um, But – They've been, they've been really pushing, uh, obviously, Damian Priest. You know, he's hooked up with Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny. doing the Miz and Morrison yep. thing. And the commentary does a really good job of referring to his finisher as the Reckoning. Yep. So I think that because of that being so prominent on Raw, I think Mia Yim might
1: be getting a name change or just leaving fucking retribution, letting her be Mia I- Yim. You know what? Why not? They they haven't challenged any women. They don't have anybody stepping up. She hasn't been ringside with them for a long time. There were talks of COVID. Now there's this going on with her being engaged. Again, congratulations. I don't know if she took some time off for that or, or what the right. deal is personally, um, but I just feel like it's a square peg in a round hole. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I feel like they shoehorned her in there almost because they didn't know what to do with her. Right. Uh, I I've I've kind of come around a little bit on retribution. It's not as bad as it was in the beginning when there was 40 of them running mm-hmm. throwing bricks through windows and Model cutting ropes cocktails at generators. Yeah. yeah. It's they they've definitely honed it down to a better situation. I'm glad that a couple of guys who might not have gotten to be front and center are getting to be front and center and I like that left turn they made with Ali calling out Kofi and Kofi being back now it feels like this train is on a set of tracks instead of just being a runaway train the women's division on Raw could use a little bit of help guys and I think Mia Yim could be that help Mm -hmm.
0: she could be I mean you know what the thing is I'm going to not to piggyback it feels like it took the right elements to finally put reckoning in a better spot especially with the whole time between Ali and Kofi there's a little problem I have with the elimination chamber setup. What we're talking about, and I think mm-hmm. you could do something very big with retribution if you were to switch one of the competitors out. Agreed. I have an idea.
2: Agreed. Mm-hmm. I think I know where you're going with that, Wade. And we're definitely going to talk about elimination chamber. But first, let's get into some other great wrestling from this week. Now, guys, I already told you off the air that I did not get to see a lot of wrestling this week. So you're going to pretty much give me your. Uh, your points of views from seeing these things live or at least catching them on DVR and whatnot. But let's talk about some NXT first.
1: I'm Wait, gonna... tap tap the mic that's on your earphones. Now tap the mic mic. Yeah, the mic mic's off. It's picking up your earphones. That's why it sounded that's like you were why. far away. Oh, Tesla. I was about Tesla. to message him uh, in the chat, tell him to turn his gain up. No, I no. I didn't even I think, notice the microphone I on think his headphones. in the computer... You have to switch it to the outboard microphone. Yeah. Switch this. Are you using a Mac or a PC? Okay. How about now? Yeah. yeah that's that's the lavish Oh,
0: I had to switch it. Okay. All right. I'm it. sorry. I'm sorry, guys. Okay. Hey, listen, the
1: the lady set up this lavish podcast stuff. I'm just, oh, you know, it's not a problem. problem. Dude, tap, tap, tap the, uh, tap the mic on. the. All right, good. That's off yeah. now. Cause if it picked you up on both, it would be weird. Okay. Sorry to, sorry to cut you. We were we were at the beginning and I saw you do one of these and get closer and it didn't change. I'm like, wait a minute. Okay. Cool. That's not on. Cool. All right. All right. Sorry. 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 We're good. All right. What was I? Um. Oh.
2: So now we're going to get into some NXT. NXT Vengeance Day, which is the thirty third takeover, is coming up this weekend on Valentine's Day. Now, <clears throat> good brother Dusty Dave. Shout out to Dusty Dave of the Crossroads Podcast, found right here on the Fourth Wall Pop Network. Crossroads. He brought up a pretty good point in our chat, you know, that they missed an opportunity Mm -hmm. to, to not do St. Valentine's day massacre, which would have been cool. It would have been a really cool, cool callback. And that was a really, a really good pay-per-view. I remember that one. That was when the big show made his
1: debut. Now, do you think massacre, the word itself doesn't fit in with the TV PG theme? Do you think that they made that choice based on massacre? i I think so. I think it feels
0: like it was one of those moments where they're like, listen, we would love to use it. It's great because it seems like NXT has been taking a lot of in-your-house pay-per-view names and running with them. Yep. Mm -hmm. So maybe this wasn't the appropriate time. So maybe down the road we could see it. I don't
1: know. It, it just feels watered down. Dusty Dave brought up the best point. It's actually on Valentine's Day. How many times is that going to roll around? I, right. I agree with the the Dusty one, the man of a thousand gimmicks. I, I think that they missed a huge opportunity by almost being a slave to their TV PG, especially when you got to figure that like. NXT's kind of... For, for those of us who watch, we know it's the superior product. For, for, for the people that are fans of it, you know, it's not... I don't necessarily know. I'm not a demographics guy. I don't watch this kind of stuff. But I feel like if they used Massacre on Raw or SmackDown, it would have had that kind of feel. I think they could have gotten away with it on NXT, which is a show for those, you know, slightly smarter fans. I mm-hmm. think we would have agreed with bones and really love that callback to what for us was an excellent pay-per-view in the day. Yeah. I think so. You know, and we're talking about um,
2: them not using the term massacre because of, because of television. And, you know, we're mentioning demographics and ratings and stuff. Let's do a quick sidebar, not on our list of topics, but we have not even talked about this yet on the show. Vince McMahon sold the WWE network in a billion dollar deal to NBC's Peacock streaming service. So it's going to be going over to Peacock. Now, there have been reports about what's going to happen to NXT. It's There's reports that NXT will no longer be on USA once uh, the network goes to Peacock, and it'll only be available on Peacock. Now, if that is true, again, I'm not trying to start rumors or anything, but if that is true, you think that's going to be better for NXT and AEW? Because now there's no head-to-head competition. Yes. And I think now there's going to be people going to be more, the people who who are switching back and forth or trying to catch both shows or DVRing one and whatnot. will focus more on AEW on the live television, which will boost their ratings and then watch NXT more, you know, whenever they can, because it's available on the streaming service. What are you guys thoughts?
0: Um, you know what? It, it brings us back to the old days of nxt when they were on the network and things were fine and we could enjoy the joy when we had the time to i feel there's no real loss of, of them going to exclusive networks so that's what that's what made nxt fun that's right. what made it legit that's what made it not musty television, but you got to it when you got to it, and when you did, you felt like part of the in crowd. You felt, you felt like you knew what was going on. Like mm-hmm. You saw certain stars pop up, and you're like, yo, you don't know who Johnny Gargano is? You tripping. Yo. You're not watching NXT? Right. You got to get the network. You got to step your game up. I feel this is a great experience if it pans out to be that way. Plus, we're already getting NXT specials on, on the network as it stands. Why right. not have NXT just be an exclusive thing to Peacock?
2: Right. Now, wait, quick question. When NXT first started, how long before they had a contract with Hulu? Because I know they were available on Hulu as well for a while. Mm-hmm. They were. They started
0: on Hulu. That's where they got their start. Gotcha. Um, then once the network
2: came in,
0: it's like weird. You can still go on Hulu and watch NXT. It's, mm-hmm. it's still there. But they were on Hulu in the beginning. That's how it started. Okay. And, I, gotcha. and then they jumped on when it was like... Enzo and Cass and the Mm -hmm. Vaude Villains and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. That's when they started making their debut. (laughs) Gotcha.
1: (laughs) Nobody said Vaude Villains in a long time. Long time. time. Simon Gotch over at uh, MLW, MLW, baby. MLW, part of the country unit with Fat 2. Now, here's my question. Because Peacock, uh, I believe, is free with premium subscription add-on. Is that true? I don't know about Peacock. But I do know that WWE has as of right now a free version of their network they do is is nxt gonna be a free thing because it's not on television anymore because i i think i agree with wade i think it's really gonna help aew because those people that are programmed to be in front of their television on wednesday night at this point are gonna have one place to go right But I think the only way this hurts NXT, because their product is so good, their fans are going to seek them out. They might not have new eyes coming to the prize as often, but if they can keep the fan base they have happy, that's cool. However, there are a lot of people that don't have that $9.99 a month for the WWE Network. You know, they're already paying for cable television and NXT is quote unquote free with cable. So if mm. they make it a free thing with whatever version of Peacock is free, I think it's a great move. If NXT is a subscription only situation, I think it's gonna hurt them a little bit. I, I don't know if Peacock has a free version, but I do know they have
2: two different tiers. There's a 499 and a nine ninety nine, and the four ninety nine has commercials. The nine ninety nine is ad free. Now, again, if 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 you listen, anyone listens to um, something to wrestle with Bruce Pritchard, uh, just on like Apple Podcasts, those things are full of ads. So, if it's not the ad free, you could probably sit there for three hours and have almost an hour uh, worth of ads within that three hour slot. Right. So that that could be a big right. thing
1: too. Yeah, that's it's. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see what happens with the WWE network, because I've been paying the $9.99 since its inception. The day it went live, I was in Florida visiting my parents, um, and and I excused myself from a a family situation, because the nerd in me was like, yo, I'm going to get signed up for this day one. So if this is a situation where it's going to cost me more money for the same content, or... It's going to cost me the same money, but I'm losing content. I'm going to think twice.
2: Yeah, I don't know. From what I've read, hopefully, like for us that are paying the nine ninety nine, 99 we just get grandfathered in. It's just a different, a different app that we're opening up.
1: But, but are their servers going to be able to handle all of their regular television, their movies, whatever their stuff is, and the entire WWE library?
2: That we I guess we have to wait and see. I know the reports are saying that it's gonna be a whatever content we have on the network, we're gonna have on Peacock. But again, if if Peacock is run by NBC, NBC could have their hold on us, so they might have their outlook on how the how the network should be distributed to the to the viewers. So who knows if there will be changes made. This could be good
1: too, because I mean NBC is NBC Universal, so this could be right. another now now why. Do, do you know why NXT is coming off? Is it just that the deal's up? Is Vince selling all the TV rights to NBC? I because from know. what I understand, they're locked into that Fox deal for the foreseeable future for the same reason, right? Fox was a billion mm-hmm. over five, much like right. Peacock is going to be. Mm-hmm. So we're only just over a year Right, yeah, we're just over a year. NXT NXT went to Fox in October of last year of nineteen yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, it'll it'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens because I mean I can understand USA and Mm. NBC kind of coexisting because one's basic cable and one is network, but Fox and NBC are two networks that have. Huge parent companies. I mean, Fox is uh, Fox is Disney now, isn't it? Or no, yeah, Fox, Fox is not.
0: Disney. No, Fox is Disney. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so yeah so so yeah, Fox Fox is Disney and NBC is Universal. This will be this will be very interesting to see what happens to the landscape of the WWE in the next four, five, six years. Yeah, agreed. But anyway, but let's
2: talk about NXT now, because luckily we still get to see it on USA. Yes. Uh, NXT had the go-home show before Vengeance Day this week. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. Great show overall, guys, from what you saw. Kushida won the entire week. Great, great show. I want to jump on Kushida real quick. All I saw on Instagram was the picture of the way in the ring, and then Kushida with his arms crossed. And I was like, did Kushida join the way? Like from the way the picture looked. But then I, when I read up on the
1: results, I saw that that was just him, him attacking them. Kushida won, but a very close second place for me this week was Austin Theory. Yeah. He was funny. He had a good match. He was helping out cutting decent promos. It, yeah. I, the, the way as a whole is firing on all cylinders and every little storyline they're into pays off. You know, uh, uh, Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell were in the women's Dusty Cup. Austin Theory had a match with Kushida. Johnny Gargano is being forced into a match right. uh, against his doctor's orders. It's I, I'm telling you, Bonesy, even though we're going to recap it, this week of NXT is worth going back to watch if you didn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right on.
2: Now, Wade, how do you feel about Indy and Candice uh, losing to Raquel and Dakota this week and not making it to the finals of the women's Dusty Cup? Um. It's very formulaic as usual. It's face versus heel. I
0: kind of saw once you saw that Dakota mm-hmm. and um, Dakota and Raquel made it to the finals. Right. Uh, Candice Candice put on a great performance as usual. Indy showed out a lot. I yeah, give man. A lot of credit. She showed up a lot. Um, I felt the match was very very good. There was one scary spot in that match, Maddie. You know a spot I'm talking about? When uh, Candice did the suicide dive. Oh, and just came up. Did she catch her feet on the ropes? Her feet got caught. Oh, man. Caught. And if Shotzi, did, if Shotzi didn't move up, Candace would have ate it. The feet, yeah, she, she would have have she had the Sasha special. She would have yeah, had the Sasha special. But overall, a great match. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And to piggyback off what you said, honestly, the MVP for me this week was Johnny. Johnny did some great heel work. Oh, yeah. He was so superb. It got to the point he had a wheelchair. They, they pushed him to the ring, right? So then they's like, oh, like, oh, he can get in the ring. No, no, no. His arm, because of the injury to his arm, thanks to Kushida, he couldn't walk. So Austin Theory had to pick him up and carry him into the <laughs> ring, and then put him in the wheelchair. And it was so great the interaction between him and Rigo. He was talking about yeah. the X-rays. Mm-hmm. How no R means. Right, and that's what I mean. You know, I'm, I really messed up my arm. You see, I broke four ligaments. He's like, the doctor's <laughs> cleared you. What are you talking about? It was oh. a, it was a great. It was great. Kashida had some amazing moments, too. I will give him credit. Austin Theory showed out a little bit. I'm still not a big fan of, you know, outside stuff.
2: Mm.
1: But
0: The Way definitely put on a great performance. I just yeah. wish Candice would have done a little bit more than usual.
2: I, I feel like th- this... You could say this about a lot of wrestlers, but Gargano is like a natural heel. Oh, yeah. He is. I like him so much better as a heel. But I think, you know, in the world of wrestling, you talk, you hear it from a lot of wrestlers where it's easier and it's more fun to be a heel. Oh, so, yeah. You know, it's it's yeah. harder to be a baby face. Only some of them can, can pull it off. But Gargano, he's really shining as his character. He's not that. <laughs> yeah. He's not that cookie cutter. I'm Johnny Wrestling here to wrestle. You
1: know, he, I, I, I love his character now as, as the leader of the way. I, I used to really dislike Johnny Wrestling. I wasn't a fan of Johnny Gargano because of his face, not, yeah. not his look, because of him. <laughs> That's fantastic. I, I am the most his shallow face. wrestling fan ever. Um, no, his face run was, um, you know, I, I wasn't a big NXT guy in the beginning. We all know that it's it's old news by now. But yeah, the things he's doing now and even just the simple callbacks. You know, he was talking about how tragic his life was with this. And Wade mentioned the wheelchair. And he was, Look, I'm in a chair. It's got wheels. You know how I feel about wheels. Like mm-hmm. he's keeping the threads alive. He's not doing the okay, that was our promo last week, forget it. Okay, that was our promo last week, forget it. It's mm-hmm. you're right. The heel work is amazing.
2: Yeah. So now let's get into vengeance day. So we're going to have Johnny Gargano defending the NXT North American championship against Kushida brother. Wade, do you think Gargano is just on a roll with this heel run? And is he going to retain the title and, and hold us for a while?
0: Ah, man, I'm a mixed bag with it because I want Kushida to finally get the rub. It's, it's, Kushida's long overdue for a title run. They should have, you know, I thought they were going to give him the Cruiserweight title. Yeah. This would have been a little bit of a slap in the face to him because he said he didn't want to be the guy you put in the Cruiserweight division all the time. No. Right. So I feel the North American title would be a nice start for him. But honestly, all roads seem to be pointing to Johnny retaining and getting into a few with Dexter Loomis. So I'm going to go with Johnny retains Mm -hmm. at, at takeover.
2: That's right. Now, Maddie, with Dexter Loomis now getting involved, I forgot because he attacked uh, Austin Theory last week. With Dexter getting involved, and like Wade said, Kushida not having a title yet deserves a title, and this could be a great opportune time for it. If Gargano leaves and retains, could they just include Dexter into the mix and continue the storyline with Kushida and Gargano? Is there enough legs in that storyline to
1: continue maybe up to WrestleMania weekend? I I would like to see. Now, this is just a personal would like to see because I don't think he needs it, but the belt and Johnny are just so good together right now. Mm -hmm. Having that shitty heel helps, but I would love to see Kushida take the belt from Gargano this weekend and have Dexter Loomis be Kushida's Austin Theory. Mm -hmm. You know, keep this alive because the way we kind of went off, I don't want to say off the air, but the way we kind of, went off this week first of all it was a beautiful thing it was a beautiful piece of booking with austin theory and johnny gargano holding hands Kushida had johnny in the hoverboard lock and Mm -hmm. dexter loomis was putting austin theory to sleep with whatever that sideways triangle head thing is that that he does and and it was just it, it was it was wonderful i i don't think we can take Kushida the way he's been built over the past few weeks and just push him to the side for a Dexter Loomis. I think, I think that Kushida has a chance to get the title here, but this story is going to continue with a four way.
2: Mm, yeah. And I mentioned that last week too, maybe even including like an
1: Austin theory, you know, yeah. even though they're on the
2: same team, they still include him in the, in the mix, e-
1: even if it's not for the title hunt, but having the belt on Kushida, With Mm -hmm. Dexter Loomis being his backup and Johnny doing, you know, beg, borrow, and steal to get it back with Austin Theory as his backup. You guys want to talk about legs. You're talking about tag team matches. You're talking about singles matches. You're talking about two-on-ones and and the backstage shenanigans. I mean, Kushida has had, I don't know, more TV time in the past month than he's probably had his entire time in WWE. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they're doing backstage stuff. He's in the office with, with Regal. He's kicking Johnny in the arm in the production room. Mm-hmm. I think that these four guys can be interchangeable parts to get us through the next month and a half to Mania. Yeah. Wait, do you think that that, that could happen too? Do you think there's legs to, the, to keep this going up till
2: Mania weekend?
0: Yeah, you definitely could. You know, NXT isn't afraid to shy from a fatal four-way. Um, we could see Austin Theory involved just because of, what he's done and how he's been acting lately when it comes to Johnny. It got to the point where oh, that was another funny part of the whole thing. Regal gave, <laughs> since Johnny couldn't compete, Regal gave him the option of either you forfeit the title or Austin Theory defends it for you. He looked at Austin <laughs> Theory and was like, hell no. Hell no," said, <laughs> <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Nice. But um, yeah, you know what? You could include Austin Theory into it and make it a fatal four-way somehow. Or even include another body. I mean... Uh, there was a return so we can include him into the North American title picture too this week. Now that he's made his return.
1: Oh man. The minute he got out of the car, I looked at Jennifer and I said, if they do anything about the Reddit uh, stock market, I hate him even more.
2: Mm -hmm. And you're talking about Cameron Grimes, good old grimy Cameron Grimes, baby.
1: Richest man in the world. I'm richer. I'm richer than Elon Musk and he builds those rocket ships. Did you see? I just pulled up in one. <laughs> I walked in the GameStop with the dog dog coin. And- oh my God. It's just so like I'm I'm glad they're giving him a direction and he's very athletic. He's mm-hmm. exceptionally yeah. athletic. Because we mentioned this before on the show. When I look at him, he looks frumpy and he is not. Yeah. He's a big dude, and his box jump is insane. That cave-in that he does is impressive. Most of those guys are 5'7 to 5'10 or better in NXT. Mm -hmm. They're big people, and he's doing standing leaps chest high. he's, He's got a lot going for him, and in my opinion, his character is not one of those things.
2: I I think this, though, I mean, because I read up on that, too, that with how he's taking the whole thing on in the stock market is like part of his character. Now, this this could take him somewhere. This could really give some substance now to
1: his character Mm -hmm. to kind of see who he is. Is this going to be a 2020 remix of JBL? Mm -hmm. Just some country guy who made a shit ton of money in the stock market and just kind of, you know what, though? Cameron Grimes is the guy that
2: could do it. Would it work on the main roster? That's no that that goes without. No, uh, I, it's hard to say. We have I'm getting to see Jamie ha- Noble vibes.
0: Jamie Noble and JBL vibes. If you mix them yeah. together, remember huh? the whole J remember when Jamie Noble was a trailer park and had the trailer park gimmick and won the lottery. Yeah. Nid- yes. Yeah. You could do that. It's a mix of JBL with a little bit of Jamie Noble. Okay. Yeah.
1: I, it, it's kind of funny because NXT is more of the pure wrestling show, but I feel mm-hmm. like a good gimmick. Gets over better on NXT, whereas in the main roster it just feels hokey. Right, mm-hmm. right. Hence, someone like a No Way Jose. Who? Who? Yeah, exactly. Who? 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 I got to admit, though, I do miss me some Adam Rose. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, with um, na, 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 the Bunny and Braun Strowman and
2: Braun Strowman, <laughs> Alexa and Bliss, Alexa uh, everybody, Bliss. Becky Lynch was part of that. Yeah, everybody was in that. Simon thing. Gotch. Wow, well, I remember. I've seen a lot of pictures. Uh, Elias. Done, um, yeah. Anyway, guys, let's talk about the Dusty Rhodes Classic. We are finally, we finally have the finals bracket for the men and women. Set, and women, and the finals oh. will take place at Vengeance Day. Let's talk about the women's. Well, we mentioned it earlier, so we have uh, Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon defeated Candace LeRae and Indy Hartwell this week. Boom. They will be facing Raquel <laughs> Gonzalez and Dakota Kai at Vengeance Day. I do have to agree with you. Uh Wade, I really thought with the way things were going in the tournament, they were gonna kind of put to the side heel and face and just kind of let Candace and Indy take it. Mm-hmm. But once as soon as you saw Shot, obviously Shotzi and Ember win, yep, good guy versus bad guy. Yep. Now, with this being the very first women's dusty cup, uh, brother Wade, I want to go to you with this. Mm-hmm. Is, are we gonna have a, a baby face win? Um or well, Or before you answer, with the push that Raquel Gonzalez has been getting, is this her time to put her even higher on the map? And with Dakota Kai just kind of there with her? Because obviously Raquel surpassed Dakota Kai very quickly. Oh, yeah.
0: So Raquel has definitely surpassed Dakota. But now with the announcement that, you know, you didn't catch, but Maddie and I were totally onto it. The winner of the Women's Dusty Classic will get a Women's Tag Team title shot. Thank you. So that's why I see
1: Shotzi and Ember taking it. I I couldn't agree more because Raquel is gonna be a single star this year mm-hmm. and they can keep Shotzi and Ember together as a good women's tag team for a while. Right.
2: So if that's the case, since we have heard reports that there's they're going to represent NXT at WrestleMania weekend, mm-hmm. like Vince mm-hmm. wants Finn to defend his title. I think that'd be pretty badass if all four NXT titles were defended uh, at WrestleMania. There's two nights. Two days. Two, two days. Why, why wouldn't you? Two, two titles on one, two titles on the other. So I think that would be a great opportunity for the mm-hmm. winner of the Dusty Rhodes Classic to face, uh, to, to be in a match, either a, a, a tag team match, or I think Maddie had mentioned a triple threat tag team match for mm-hmm. the women's tag team titles on
1: WrestleMania weekend. It would be a big, 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 big miss to not have this happen then, especially because you could very easily take a team from SmackDown and throw them into the mix. Your current tag team champions right now are representing Raw. You take a team from SmackDown and you have your NXT women and there's your triple threat tag team women's title match. It's got all three brands represented. And Mm -hmm. if you miss WrestleMania weekend for NXT, that's a big deal, man. You got two days to fill and now expectations last year, we were going to give them a pass on almost everything. We were expecting the worst and we were very, very happily surprised. Mm -hmm. I think WrestleMania. Now I hate that. We have to say all things considered, but WrestleMania was a big win for WWE for them to that short notice, put on their show of shows, was great unfortunately they fucked themselves on the fact that this year has to be aj styles phenomenal baby so Mm -hmm. yeah bonesy i I think you're right i think taking the dusty cup winners having them tout the fact that they won the dusty cup for what do we know about 10 weeks from mania give or take right Mm -hmm, about 10 about 10 weeks I think that that's a great build. It's a great storyline. It's a chance for Oofy and Goofy to go brand to brand and 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 show those titles out there. Yeah, Bones, you you, you nailed it. It's got to be. It's got to be Mania.
2: You know, you, you mentioned the big goof. I do want to take a moment of silence for Nia Jax's hole. Uh, our
1: condolences. See, I, I, now everybody talked about that all week. <laughs> But what about her getting bleeped out in the middle of Raw for, for uh, uh, oh King Kong ain't got nothing on me. But she she started like she dropped an MF bomb or something right in the middle of Raw in the ring. She got bleeped out for a while and then pulled the friggin uh, Denzel from training day. My hole.
2: Yeah. my hole. So either Vince is going to jump on that and we're going to start seeing T-shirts next week and this is just going to be a storyline now for Nia Jax, but going back to the, I don't want to spend time on Nia Jax's hole.
0: No one wants to Ooh. spend that. No, We're not going to spend the whole show talking Ooh. about Nia Jax's
2: hole. Absolutely Ooh. not. No. So again, our condolences, but uh, going back to this women's tag team division, uh, division, um, I'm sorry. Scenario. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're right. Oofy and Goofy can totally keep the titles to Mania, which none of us want to see, nope. but put mm-hmm. them in a triple threat match include the Riot Squad. Thank have you very Riot. much. Squad pin either Ember or Shotzi to get the win. So that way, Oofy and Goofy don't take the actual loss, but they lose the titles and it goes on the Riot Squad, a real fucking tag team. The fucking tag team. They should have had these titles two years ago when you first debuted them. But that's, mm-hmm. that's a conversation for another time. We have to wait and see Riot Squad actually get in the title picture. So, but all in all, this is going to be a great match. Ember and Shotzi versus... Oh. Raquel and Dakota, again, Raquel is the star in this whole thing. I mean, Ember and Shotzi are up there as well, but Raquel is getting rocket-strapped. And I'm with you, Maddie. This is going to be her year to really show what she can do in the singles division. Mm -hmm. Now Mm -hmm. let's go to the men's Dusty Classic. Um, Let's go. Not seeing the match, but reading up on it, I absolutely love what happened. I am a huge mm-hmm. fan of Thatcher and Ciampa. Huge. I think it's huge. a great, strange, bedfellows awesome. team. Awesome. Uh, I love the two of them as single stars as well. But mm-hmm. great what promos. Do, what do we always complain about in the tag team division? Real tag teams mm-hmm. don't get enough credit. You have the Grizzled Young Vets who have been a legit tag team on the Indies since before they got signed to, to NXT UK, WWE, whatever you want to call it. And they. They were the first ever NXT UK tag team champions, which had an awesome run. Yep. Mm-hmm. They've made their names known on the black and yellow brand in NXT. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. beat Tommaso Ciampa and Thatcher. And who got the pin? Tommaso Ciampa, a former NXT champion. Yep. How big is that? If, if that's not a fucking rub, then I don't know what is.
1: They, they I, were also last year's runners up. They, they, right. they repeated. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But now, with that being said, they're going to be facing MSK in the mm. finals. MSK, formerly known mm. as the Rascals, Woo. Zachary Went well, Nash Carter and Wes Lee. Um, Wesley, Wesley Lee, Wesley Lee, Wesley so, Lee. MSK is awesome. Uh, they are a great tag team. I love their love I-
1: them. I they're love- great. I-,
2: I did see a little clip of their face to face with Grizzled Young Vets from NXT. They're so animated. I love their short promo work that they've had over the past like week or so. It's going to be a great match. Yes, but it's kind of hard. Who gets the win here?
1: Oh, oh. I, I, I think it's I think it's easy. MSK is brand new. They take an L. The team that went to the finals last year takes the W. MSK has a whole year to say we went to the finals. We came here. Nobody knew who we were. We mm-hmm. went straight to the finals. We came up short. We're going to do better this year.
0: I disagree. You think you think I MSK think, is going to take it? I, I think MSK is going to take it. Um, I always base it off of who has the tag team titles at the
1: time. Wait a minute. Does this mean that we disagree on yes. a
0: pay-per-view tag this, team match? Yes. This is the first time we've disagreed. So does pizza. that mean there's a pizza on the line?
2: Pizza. <laughs> pizza.
1: pizza.
0: Pizza. on the line. Pizza and, and the wait experience continues. That's, that, <laughs> that's what I'll put up. I'll put up pizza and the wait experience continues. That's an insider. <laughs> that's, what that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right. Here's the reason why I say MSK takes it. I'm okay. basing this purely off of NXT's usual booking. Mm-hmm. You cannot have two heel teams face off against each other in, the fin- in, in some type of finals way. Because last time I checked, as much as they haven't defended them in a while, Lorcan and Birch are your tag team champions, correct? Correct. Yeah, Okay. Absolutely. GY nothing against GYV. They are a great tag team. They are solid, they've done their job, they are doing what they do best, and they are busting their ass and putting talent over. Honestly, from what I saw on Wednesday, there's an unwritten few that's going to play out later. Now here's why: I see MSK winning msk are the, lo- the the darlings of it and actually what was weird if you know when you get the chance to check it out bones they got booed they wanted legato del fantasma to win which was fucking weird oh, really well yeah the jess and mm-hmm. i were watching she's like are they booing them and i'm like i i guess i mean i said i'm i love msk they're mm-hmm. fine legato del fantasma didn't need the win um i say you do this msk wins the tournament but they end up facing Lorkin and Birch at the Takeover Mania Weekend or TakeOver itself. Mm. Here's where I'm getting the comparisons between them two, but there's a twist to it. They will be the new Gargano and Champa, the new DIY, where they get close to the championship, but do not win it. And you set up a long term feud between Birch and Lorkin and MSK, and eventually it all leads back to MSK versus Logato del Fantasma. That is my long term storybooking, But to sum it up msk will win the dusty classic
1: i i was i was playing the short game i was thinking about the tournament not the fallout after the tournament you're you're yeah. you're, you're I'll, I'll stick to my guns with the pizza because i called it but but yeah you've definitely you've made me a believer hmm. yeah and I mean, you know i'd be happy if msk wins i mean yeah we would yeah, all be we, we all are. would we are fully
0: MSK supporters on this podcast. <laughs> we are we are not unbiased hosts.
2: Yeah, hell no, we are totally not <laughs> right. And, and w- w- with these two teams in the finals, I'm okay with either winner. But you know why? Yeah, because they're mm-hmm. both legitimate tag teams. Tag teams. Agreed. So. Agreed. I'm okay with either way. Now I do like that that booking on your part, Wade, but I do have to go with, with Maddie. I do feel like Grizzled Young Vets are going to get it because they were already in the scene last year. They mm-hmm. when they made the return this year, because uh, uh, after the pandemic and stuff, they really made a statement that this is what we're here to do. To have them, to have them, have them make that statement just to lose at the end of the tournament. Where do they go after that? Back to NXT UK? You know, and it's like, I think that that would hurt them as a team. So I feel like they at least have to get the win. And then you could always have MSK face them on on a, a weekly NXT and win it down the road. You've given me an idea. You've opened up the the way that you were going down Wade's rabbit hole. OK, <laughs> let's hear
0: it. <laughs> here we go. Wait, here we go. Your hole? Your, your, your yeah, own. my whole not yeah, Nia Jax's hole. Hole. yeah, <laughs> yeah. NNW's hole is better than Nia Jax's hole, oh, but man. that's just that's just goes without saying because we're the best and that's what we do here <laughs> on No No More Wrestling.
2: Did you but, just say NNW's hole is better than my than Nia Jax's hole? That's gonna be a t shirt, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm writing that shirt. down right now. That's a
0: shirt. Somebody tweet that out right now. <laughs> NNW's hole is better than Nia Jax's hole, but <laughs> to, to go down the rabbit hole of booking. You can have it where, and I'm going to take the <laughs> scenario where you two are right and Wade is wrong and Wade finally owes somebody a pizza. They can have GYV win by hook or by crook.
2: They cheated to get the dub. And since we are talking about this now... and then in- They're not going to cheat, though. They beat Ciampa and Thatcher fair and square, and that says a lot about them as a tag team. Of course. So I, would never, I would never say they're going to win and, and they're going to cheat. That's just Bro, me, though.
0: But just yeah, that's just you, but you know what? You can have <laughs> it like, now. He's like... He's like, that's just you. <laughs> that's just you. That's just you. But I say you do this. You want to go with a bang for the next takeover? Okay, <clears throat> here we go. Lorcan and Birch, GYV, mm-hmm. MSK, Logato de Fantasma, ladder match. I love it. Yeah, sign it up. That is how you build your tag team division again. Because
2: if you look at it, NXT is stacked with tag teams now we are stacked there was a while that we that they were light on tag on legit mm-hmm. tag teams you know you have legit
0: while. ones you have undisputed yeah. era. you have msk you have lorkin and birch you have gyv you have thatcher and Ciampa, which by the way i'm going to say this now you miss an amazing promo with thatcher and Ciampa this week. <laughs> yeah it was so good oh yeah <laughs> that, that, that part right there Chomp Thatcher cut an amazing promo talking about the match and how they came mm-hmm. together and how it's working out or whatever. And Champa's like, Yeah, you know, he does this whole grizzled old vet and he has the new name. I'm sticking with it Old Man Champa. the, the horseshoe head. And then he 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 gets something. He's like, Yeah, class, class session is over and smacks the chair and rocks away. All you see is Thatcher like this just, with a big ass goofy <laughs> smile, like cheesing. Just cheesing. I'm like, Damn it, uh, they may that. have won me over as a tag team. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. I love that. But overall, you can include them now because, you know, we keep saying, what the hell is next for tabaso Ciampa? You right. could insert mm-hmm. them into the tag team picture and nobody would have a problem with it because they've proven they mm. can be part of a tournament.
1: Same so- thing with Thatcher, too. He's definitely – he has become a star since – from fight pit to fight pit, he has become a megastar on NXT. Yep. Getting Agreed. his teeth kicked out of his face at the first fight pit, and then this most recent one with Champa. Mm-hmm. It's you, you got to have something for him, and mm-hmm. and a, a legit tag team in a legit tag team division. Not a bad situation. Yeah. And Thatcher has
2: so much fucking personality. Like who would have oh. thought? Someone like that with that catches catch can attitude and fighting style has such so much character in him. I, I love Thatcher, and you know, wh- when Thatcher first made his debut, and I mentioned this a while back. You know, he's he's up there in age. He's definitely it, towards the tail end, I believe, of his career. He doesn't have that much longer in him. I believe he's in his forties. I mean, so is AJ Styles. We know, but um, Th- Thatcher is doing some of his best work right now uh in his run in nxt but anyway let's move on to (laughs) he he's younger than me is he really yeah 83 oh so me and him are the same age no shit i thought i thought he was all i was in his 40s no no almost almost i take that back then so he still has a lot of gas left in the tank so mm -hmm. on that note let's go to the women's uh women's and it, wow, let me try that again. NXT the Women's, women's <laughs> Championship, uh, triple threat match between Io Shirai defending against Mercedes Martinez and Tony Storm. And I'm gonna say this <clears throat> in two words. It's uh, three words. Three words. Three wow, words. Wow, I am losing it. It's Tony time. Don't <laughs> to- Tony Storm pins Mercedes. That way, Eo has a gripe. A- a- exactly. That's why it's a triple threat match. If it's because it's a triple threat match, it's gonna. Eo's going to lose it, but she's not going to be the one to take the pin. So with that being said, I can see it going either way, honestly, either Mercedes or Tony. (laughs) Wade's laughing. What do you got to say,
0: Wade? (laughs) Man, you know what? This has been an odd episode. You know, we're just going to have to say disagree to disagree, you know, agree to disagree. But I'm going to pick, and I am so surprised I'm saying this, you're gonna say Eo Shirai. Yes, Eo Shirai will retain wow. for this reason. And I'm saying it only because. Oops. The only reason she will retain is because of the dusty classic finish where Raquel and Dakota won't win, but Raquel will shine. After mm-hmm. EO wins, it is time to give Raquel her title shot. Because last time I checked, if you pin the champion, that automatically throws you into the title picture. And Raquel did that at War Games. So to have a star making moment at WrestleMania weekend, or whenever you decide to defend that title, right? Raquel should be the one to be EO to establish a new type of dominance within NXT. Just just saying. EO Shirai retains.
1: Hmm. Amazing. For months and months and months, the two of you have been waiting for EO to lose. And I'm like, nah, she's gonna keep it. Everything is fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know. I I gotta <sighs> It's it's good booking. Let's see what happens. Let's see what yeah. happens. It, it's
2: good booking because even though Mercedes only just recently made her re, uh, her her second return to NXT, um, they've done enough with her to really to one rocket strap her right into this into this championship scene. But also the commentary does a really good story in telling us who she is and about Mercedes Martinez. So even if Mercedes did win. She could be a transitional champion. She, she wins the match by pinning Tony Storm and then loses it back to EO a week later or something on, on, on the weekly television. Hmm. So I'm with you guys. It's hard to, to, to predict a winner. This really could go anyway, but I really do see EO losing it. Uh, <clears throat> uh, that's my only prediction is that EO will lose the title. As much as I want to say Tony Storm, it's hard to, hard to say. It's really hard. But let's go to the NXT championship match. That's what <clears throat> she said. Mm-hmm. Is what she said. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the office. Good one, Michael. Anyway, so NXT championship. The Bruiserweight Pete Dunne taking on the prince. The prince. Finn Balor. Great match. I don't see Pete Dunne winning the championship here. Nope. But nope. The match is here because who wouldn't want to see Pete Dunne and Finn Balor in a main event championship match?
1: Everybody in Europe, everybody, everyone, yeah. Everybody. yeah. Pete All Dunn, of Europe.
2: Pete Dunn has been in five star matches before. His match against Walter, his match against Tyler Bate, his his couple matches against Tyler Bate. You know this. These both of these guys can go. Yeah. So yep. it's going to be a classic. I want to see where this where this falls in comparison to the O'Reilly and Balor matches.
1: Mm, uh, yeah. But I think
2: I think this definitely has the uh, it, it has the opportunity to to shine similar to like the way O'Reilly and Balor did. I, I think this could be – I don't want to say coming out moment for Pete Dunne because he's already had that moment, but oh, he's yeah. going to put him mm-hmm. in a different category with this match, win or lose uh, against Balor.
0: I honestly can't say anything that you haven't said already. It's a match that we've wanted to see for a very, very long time. Pete Dunne will do what Pete Dunne does best and put on amazing clinics. Finn Balor is going to do what Finn Balor does and put on an amazing show. And kudos to Finn Balor for having this amazing run in NXT again when we thought he was just short term. So um, the match is going to be spectacular. Finn Balor will walk out of as NXT champion because I see a bigger story. Like I'm always thinking of the next thing ahead when it comes to the NXT title, when it comes to Finn Balor. Who's the next person that could possibly take the title off of him? And you have so many moving pieces in it now. Pete Dunne is just, I don't, he's not going to be an afterthought after this match. You're going to have to include him again. So I say we eventually get to, and this is me going down the rabbit hole again at WrestleMania, because there's been talks of the NXT title being defended, a fatal four-way. Yep. Fatal four-way Finn versus Pete Dunne versus Kyle O'Reilly versus Killian Karin, Cross
2: carrying cross. Carrying cross. Mm-hmm. I knew you were gonna say carrying cross. Keep you're keeping the person who never
0: lost the title hot in something else right now, but eventually all crossroads lead back to it. shout out to Dusty Dave again. Leads back to that fatal four for the NXT
2: nice. title. We uh, might even get the demon at WrestleMania, who's to say true mm, we have not seen the demon since since he faced Baron Corbin.
1: Wah, wah.
2: Remember that? Really? I thought it was battery? Bobby Lashley. I thought it was Bobby Lashley. Was it Lashley? When did they? Yeah, face- we Amania oh, when we, for we were the there. IC title. Yeah, Amania. That's the last time we oh, saw like, the Demon. That's right. That's right. That's right. I forgot about that one. All right. Okay. So I like though how all of Wade's booking is all multi-person or multi-team matches because that's right up mm-hmm. my alley. I fucking love multi-man, multi-women matches, mm-hmm. especially if you're going to throw a ladder in the mix or something like that. But I do like that. I like where that's good. I mean, they've they've already they've already laid out the palette of the championship picture over the past few months with the O'Reilly one and uh, O'Reilly Balor one and two. Mm-hmm. You know, Cross is still trying to get the title that he never lost back. You have Edge who wins the Royal Rumble. You have Bal- Balor carrying the title. You have Pete Dunne. Finally going for that championship. And don't forget, you still got Adam Cole back there, too, who really hasn't had that opportunity f- to get that title back yet. So who knows where he's going to fall into this? Um. So they have a really big championship uh, picture over there, uh, and they can do a lot
1: with that, that title program in NXT. Maddie, what are your thoughts, man? My my only thought about the Adam Cole thing is they've come out and made the statement that Adam Cole is gonna be fifty percent of the Undisputed Eras tag team division now. Okay. Um, you know, they were talking about Kyle O'Reilly getting his time to shine. I I like Wade's booking all, all the way to the end. Um killer Karrion. god damn, I'm gonna do it every time. Carry cross uh, mm-hmm. is definitely going to become uh, champion again at some point and why not have it done at mania uh right. wade also mentioned something else the only thing i would have added to what you guys were saying and, and wade did say it is uh bones you you would say he's already had his coming out party but i think that this does solidify pete dunn In the championship picture from now on, he's not going to be getting a shot. He's going to be floating in that rare air. Always a win over Pete Dunn is going to make you a huge deal. And Pete Dunn is always going to be on the other side of that door waiting to come in for his opportunity Mm -hmm. again. Yeah.
2: Well, all in all, Vengeance Day is going to be a fantastic takeover. Another
1: fantastic <laughs> yeah. takeover. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you know, the, the, but how, how many can you throw into that bad category, right? Four, five, seven. Oh, yeah, none. None, none exactly. ever. Never. We
2: say it all the time. Takeover always exceeds expectations. Always. In, and the, in your houses. And, yeah. I mean, and when- what a great way to spend your Valentine's Day than watching NXT Vengeance Day with your loved one on the couch watching the WWE Network.
1: I mean, Jennifer and I are doing dinner at six, so we can do dessert at seven it. on the couch watching. There you go.
2: I like that. Get get yep. yourself a woman who's going to watch wrestling and eat and, and eat dessert with you yeah. while while and watch Engine <laughs> Day. Yeah, you guys you guys went to Mania together. I went with my wife. There you go. <laughs> see that? That's what I'm talking about. All right, guys, let's switch uh, let's switch gears and let's head on over to A E dub first. Brother Wade, there was reports about Cody Rhodes being injured. What happened to Cody this week on Dynamite?
0: Um, From what's being said through the rumor reports, I never noticed the injury, but they said he tore his rotator rotator cuff and he would be out six to eight weeks or long-term six months if it's really bad.
2: Wow. I didn't realize it was that. It was the... um that kind of injury or he was gonna be out that long so that mm-hmm. unfortunately means that we're not gonna see Shaquille O'Neal make his in-ring AEW oh. debut I know how upset that makes you Maddie Dang. You, are, you are I mean you're rocking your Shaquille O'Neal LA Lakers jersey right now you are jet-
1: <laughs> come on man I would be rocking a magic jersey of <laughs> anything Or Kobe, at
0: least. Damn.
1: No, 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 no. I'd I'd have the Shaquille O'Neal Boston Celtics. Remember when he was the big shamrock? Oh, Oh, the big shamrock. Oh, Oh, God. God. right. You know,
2: the only people, the only two wrestlers that I think get hurt by this are Jade Cargill and... um, Red Velvet? Red Velvet. Oh, yeah. Uh, Poor poor Red Velvet. The two of them can be future stars. I don't think... They need to wait on putting those two in the ring together for no. Shaq and Cody. Keep, if, it, if keep Cody, the story hot. Keep it hot. If Cody is going to be uh, on the injured list for a while uh, and you still want to ha- make Shaq prominent on AEW television, fine. He could escort Jade to the ring, but let Jade be the in-ring star. And I think yep. that, I think they could really do a program with her and Red Velvet for when's their next pay-per-view, AEW's next big event. Revolution, uh,
1: Yeah. A revolution
2: right at the, at the end of this month, I believe
1: It is so, the oh,
2: no. 27th 27th. Right. Okay. So I think they have a, a ample enough time to do that if that's what they decide to do. So what do you guys think about, about my, my idea there?
1: Just keep, keep it going with these two, with these two ladies. It's, it's the way to go. Uh, they've been, they've been pushing red velvet real hard. She was, uh, she was on dark from almost as far back as I can remember. And then she was getting dynamite spots, uh, for her to step in and be a Brandy surrogate and then for AEW to really, I don't want to say make us forget about Brandy, but really take the time to push Red Velvet. She had uh, a spot on on the, the, the waiting room with Britt Baker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pardon me. <laughs> She's had a bunch of of winning matches, and she has definitely stepped her game up. She's got the talent. She's definitely got the attitude. She's she's got the mindset, and and she's got a gimmick that she sticks to. It, it's it's a good look. They've been teasing the Jade Cargill, uh, you know, her her beating down Brandy, and and you know her going after Cody. I think for them to to hold off a few weeks is really going to let a lot of steam out. The way to keep the Shack thing nice and tight, like you said, is to keep. Keep the storyline going, but get their feud started. And I even like what you said about Shaq coming out. Shaq can do the whole, oh, I'm here and Cody isn't. You know, if if mm-hmm. they had those plans, you know, you're you're hurt, you're not hurt, you're afraid, you want to be home with your wife for your kid, but whatever, whatever they want to do, I agree with you, Bones. They gotta they gotta put this in gear. Um what they've been doing with Jade and Red Velvet has been too good to stall on this and then start it up again later. Right
0: no setbacks you just have to keep moving you know it's always next man up or next woman up in this situation Mm -hmm. to keep the storyline going you pretty much nailed it on the head maddie you have to let these two keep developing because what's going to happen you're going to just forget about this feud and then when cody comes back oh it's back on again no right you have to keep this going and build it up and who's to say if cody has Mm -hmm. to miss six to eight weeks you still have built in storyline where you can cut promos and say, listen, this mm-hmm. is a setback when I'm back already. Let's do it again. Or if he's out six months, you can build up Red Velvet and Jade to do so many different things. And then once we get to um, I don't know what the next paper, probably all out. Mm-hmm. I would have it then right. have the Shaq match at all out. It'll give enough time for Cody to heal. You can build the story even more.
2: There you go. And that that could that that could be a big help for AEW too with that mainstream draw we've been talking about. Again, mm-hmm. they didn't do very good when they had Tyson uh, with Shaquille O'Neal. It's okay, yeah. He Shaq Shaq cut the promo on um, whatever the hell sports show that was. He's on inside the NBA.
1: It is you know, janky right extremely now. It's really
2: janky, but it's like I want to see ESPN reporting about Shaquille O'Neal being in a feud with Cody Rhodes.
1: They, they, they have been when, when he took, when he took the time to cut the promo on the set, cause he did two, he did one that was all verbal. And then he did one where he actually started smacking the divider glass around. Like he was going to smack Cody around. Oh, right, right. They, they, they have been talking about it a little bit, but I'm with you. They're just, and, and I mean, fortunately, because the storyline is, I, I guess we'll, we'll find out this week, but as of right now, we're assuming it's on hold. So right. if, if we got too much steam under it, and then there was no payoff, that could be just as bad as having no steam under it. Exactly. But yeah, let's let's get a little bit let's get a little bit behind this build. Let's let's make it a thing. Mm-hmm.
2: Agreed. So let's stay on the topic, though, of the women's wrestlers in AEW. We, we've been talking about it ever since AEW Dynamite became a thing that the women's division really needs some help. Mm-hmm. So it looks like they're trying mm-hmm. to do that by adding a little more depth to the roster.
1: Uh, one, oh, man. One, of their,
2: one of their big things was, you know, having a lot of the international stars come over to AEW. But a lot of that was put on hold because of, uh, of the pandemic. So now we're gonna have the Women's World Championship Eliminator Tournament, which we're calling the Super 16. So in the Super 16, we have the USA side and the Japan side, and the bracket was finally announced this week. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Again, disclaimer, I might butcher some of these uh, names of the Japanese vessels. But I'm going to do my best. So the J- Japanese side in the first round, we got Yuka Sakazaki taking on Mei Saruga. We have Venny taking on Emi Sakura. Then we have Maki Ito taking on Ryo Mizunami. And Aja Kong, the legendary Aja Kong, taking on Rin Karokora. That's the Japanese side for round one. Then we have the first round for the USA side. We have Anna J taking on Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. We have former champion Nyla Rose taking on Tay Conti. We have former champion Rio, the first ever AEW Women's Champion, Rio, taking on the current NWA Women's Champion, Serena Deeb. And then the match that we did get to see this week, Thunder Rosa, former NWA Women's Champion, taking on legit Layla Hirsch, repping New
1: Jersey. Maddie G, how was their match this week? If you were going to put a match on television to try to get people interested in this tournament, they picked the right match. Now, I'm not as familiar with the women on the Japanese side as as Wade, I'm sure, is. However, if you look at the matches that are going to happen on the U.S. side, they are all bangers. They're all good. There's there's a couple things in there. But you want to talk about two women that can go that are hard hitters, that have different styles, and that can also mat wrestle. It was a clinic. It was an absolutely amazing and phenomenal match. It probably would have been the best match on any other wrestling program on earth. They just happened to get onto a stacked AEW card. Uh, AEW Dynamite this week was just an insane show all the way around And for once, I believe, I can't say for once, it's happened before, but the women of AEW, excuse me, definitely elevated the show this week, as opposed to kind of just being there, which they've done in weeks past. Brother Wade, what are your thoughts on this, uh, this bracket? Couldn't agree more.
0: I do have some issues with the bracket. Why is Rio on the U.S. side when mm-hmm. she should be on the international side? Because that's a spot that I feel we are missing a key name in this women's tournament. Big Swole should have been in the tournament. Hate to say it. Big Swole should have been in the tournament. Lee could have been there. Mm-hmm. Diamante. Mm-hmm. One of those three should have been in one, in one of those U.S. spots. But again, there are some uh, brackets, the, the way the bracket's set up you can see the clear-cut winners. Oh, yeah. I am surprised who... Anna Jay, I thought, would have had a long-term go-about in the tournament, but who she's going up against first round, it's kind of obvious. But the wild horse in this whole thing is Rio, so she could win it again. She could win it again, and we get her and um, Hikaru at at the end. Mm, I could see it. I could see it because ever since when she first won that title... Everyone was skeptical about her, and now she has to prove herself. But that's neither here nor there. We're talking about the match that happened this week. (laughs) Legit, Layla is is legit, no pun intended. One of the best women's wrestlers we have coming now, like, currently. Mm -hmm. If you don't believe me, besides her match with Thunder Rosa, she put on a banger with Josh Alexander. Mm -hmm. So... Kudos to both of them. It was a mismatch of styles. I enjoyed the match for what it was, but damn, AW starting maybe shutting me up a little bit because I've always been skeptical.
1: The the tiniest, the tiniest bit, but I'm with you, Wade. They're starting to shine.
0: They're starting to shine. So let's see what happens. Let's see how this tournament progresses. Let's see if there's some more matches that stand out. Mm -hmm. But to kick off the tournament, you went in the right direction. Oh, Kudos to both women.
1: Oh, yeah. And and we got, Bones, we got a great promo from Thunder Rosa mm-hmm. uh, uh, before where she's laying out her her three-pronged plan to really take over. I mean, all in all, uh, that, that's what I was saying. They've had some good times before. Britt Baker's doing awesome work. Swole was riding around in a pink scooter, which zero sense, but whatever. <laughs> um, but, but they're having fun in the division. But I'm telling you, man, I, I can't remember a time that the women's division shown this brightly in AEW, and it was the perfect kickoff to this tournament.
2: AEW's finally making the attempt to really show some depth in their women's division. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wade, I definitely think Riho could be the wild, the, the wild card here. I could definitely Ugh. see that being the match. But we've also been speaking very highly of Britt Baker and what she's been doing, you know, from the time that she was injured on a wheelchair, she was still making her her presence felt every Shh. week on Dynamite, every week on on Dark. Uh,
1: One of the was, best things that happened was her Becky Lynch moment, getting her right. nose busted yep. and being out Agreed. and then having and then having her knee busted and being in that wheelchair, showing her personality and, and her dynamic model. Oh, my God. It, yeah. yeah. Yep. I think
2: if anyone deserves it, deserves to win this tournament and deserves to win the championship, it has to be Britt Baker. She's the one who probably should have been the first AEW Women's Champion when Dynamite
1: first came to TV. AEW has a way of doing that, though. You know, Kenny wasn't the first world champion. The Young Bucks right. didn't win the first titles. Uh, <laughs> Cody got the belt, but, you know. Co- what do you- Cody was your inaugural. But Yeah, but also, I mean, he also took himself out of the championship run forever. And I feel like it's something that he'll, if they go back on that storyline, they're going to make it a huge, huge situation. So that's fine. It's, this is probably the most time we've spent talking about the women of AEW. And, mm-hmm. yep, and this is definitely the most time we've spent talking about them in a good light. I like the fact that we're angry about three women that very easily could have been in this tournament that aren't there. And then we still have, I mean, I I, I got it. First of all, Serena Deeb, silky smooth. Her matches are absolutely excellent every time. And she's carrying around the NWA title. Thunder Rosa is killing it in the promos. I love her look. I love everything about it. They're turning Tay Conti into a mega star. Anna Jay is the only woman of the Dark Order. Okay, she doesn't talk as much. Her wrestling's not so... You know, she's definitely not a Thunder Rosa. She's definitely not a Layla Hirsch. But they're making real stars finally. And it's Mm -hmm. something that we complained about for a long time. I think this tournament's a great idea. But much like Wade, my only gripe is a lot of this tournament is internet-based. I know they have a great turnout for Dark. They talk about their numbers. You can actually see them. If you watch Dark, it's on YouTube. When you click, you can already see how many people have watched they are doing something different, though. They're using their AEW YouTube channel and setting up a televised schedule. They're not just thrown in the mix on dark. They are giving it a little bit more of a shine than we thought last time. But they could still do two matches a night on dark. Right. Or, I'm sorry, on Dynamite. Or or you know one week it's the u.s side the other week it's the japanese side Mm -hmm. you know let us see these women that we might not be familiar with Mm -hmm. right agreed so before we get to the main event from dynamite this week anything else from dynamite you guys want to touch on uh pac looks like a million dollars again beating up Mm -hmm. dolph ziggler's brother uh oh jericho jericho did it again man um, the acclaim took the L against, mm-hmm. against Chris Jericho and MJF,
2: mm-hmm. The
1: but Jericho the tag
2: team of the inner circle, right? The, the tag team of the inner circle. Yeah. Okay. You know what gotcha.
1: though? Oh, bones. You didn't catch this. Uh, Sammy Guevara has officially resigned from the inner circle. I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see an LAX follow suit in a little bit. It wouldn't be super shocking to me if they got to play the whole, we've been overlooked as a tag team card. Well, I don't, you, you do know who's facing the Bucs for the titles next week, right? Y- yes, absolutely. But that kind of pissed me off, too, because they were just a throw in. They were just mm-hmm. the Bucs are like, fine. You don't think we're badasses? We'll put them up next week. We'll yep. take anybody. Mm-hmm. We'll take LAX. And I'm like, yo, wait, uh, uh, pr- proud Santana and Ortiz. Mm-hmm. I, I, I viewed that as a burial of them mm-hmm. personally, personally.
2: And that started when MJF and Jericho won that fucking that 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 triple threat match. But yep.
1: but, but the, they they are bringing up the acclaimed as a legit tag team. Mm-hmm. They're good together. I like the I, I hate the fact that I like them. I am not supposed to like them at all, and they're starting. They're starting to win me over. Jericho took everything they had to offer. Jericho took like five suplexes in that match. He got the shit beat out of him, and then just had an amazingly timed Judas effect for the W. They got over and Jericho did it again. You have to give him credit. Everything he's touching turns to gold. Uh, Orange Cassidy, gold. These guys, gold. It's just, right. he's, he's, got, he's got the touch. He's got the touch and congratulations to Lee Johnson. He's been around as far back as I can remember. And not only did he get his first win, he got a post-match interview with Tony Schiavone and he got to have the pin in the middle of the ring. Congratulations, Lee Johnson. And Lee Johnson is also now officially all elite. He officially mm-hmm. has given a contract. Ah, oh, I didn't see. I knew yes, he was, I, I knew I he was nightmare. there. No. Yeah,
0: he's a He's official.
1: Is, is he a leader. tier zero or is he a tier one? No, oh, all right. Oh, no, that's, that's, a, that's a real thing. That's a real thing. That's a real thing. Really? Yeah. When they come in, they come in as tears. We'll talk about this off air. We'll talk about this okay. off air, but oh, also real quick guys, I want to give a big shout out to my guys from Jersey muscle society showing up again mm-hmm. this week on dark Jersey muscle. You guys are awesome. They got Steve Gibke's name, correct. And I am actually going to go see Steve, um, challenge for a title this weekend. I'm, I'm going to, uh, Pro wrestling magic on Saturday, and uh, he'll be facing off against Casey Navarro, who also had another great showing on Dark this week, and the Meadowlands Monster. So that's kind of my rundown. It, it, it was an excellent. It was an excellent day. They 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 brought a lot of people up from Dark. They mm-hmm. showcased some women that really needed to be showcased. It was a very well rounded program. And then we got to the main event. The, the main event is. <laughs> All right, well, first of all, it was an unsanctioned
2: match. We talked about this last week. Last week, we saw Kenta make his uh, AEW debut. He just kind of showed up last week to attack John Moxley for us because, as we know, Kenta currently is holding the briefcase to be the number one contender for the IWGP United States Championship, which is currently held by John Moxley. So, bring all that into this week, Kenny Omega. Uh, is trying to be friends with Kenta because, you know, they're all Bullet Club. But that's not working very well for Omega. Omega and the Good Brothers kind of have their thing going. The Bucks are kind of out there, too, and they're not really sure how they feel about the Good Brothers and Omega. And now you have Kenta and also from what we see on social media, Tama Tonga, Tonga Loa, Jay White being very vocal about them being the real Bullet Club. Lots happening right there in multiple promotions so we have this match we have kenny omega teaming up with kenta in an unsanctioned false count anywhere lights out hardcore rules no holds barred (sighs) it was just false it was just false count anywhere anything yeah i know but Mm -hmm. or or should i just say typical aew tag team match anyway (laughs) oof uh, taking on the team of john moxley and lance archer with jake roberts in their corner. Now, I want to talk about Lance Archer real quick. Again, you guys got to see it this week. I did not. How did Lance Archer look in this match? Because I know Lance Archer is a star that they have not exactly capitalized on yet since he made his debut. He made his debut and he lost. He goes for a TNT title and he loses. Uh there's a lot, a lot of missed opportunity with Lance Archer so far. Where did he fall in the was he the odd man out? In this match.
1: He looks Absolutely like
2: a not. fucking monster.
0: Good fucking star. Yeah. Fantastic.
1: And, and and this has got to be his face turn, which mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about, but I was saying it with the, 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 Eddie Kings, Eddie Kings. Yeah. Eddie Kings. I almost said Eddie Edwards. It's, it was a great spot for him. It was mm-hmm. a great spot for him. And this was like you said that he hasn't had the biggest star making spots, right? He was in the ring with Moxley, Kenta, and Omega.
2: If that Again, if that's not a rub, I don't know what is. Putting him in the main event of Dynamite with the stars, with your AEW champion, with guys like John mm-hmm. Moxley. I think that's awesome. So, guys, tell me it- now, Wade, with this match, this, this crazy clusterfuck of a match, how was the match itself from start to finish?
0: From start to finish, can we bring up the little details? Like Moxley brought the U.S. title with him. Big detail.
2: He yes. brought the U.S. title with him. And Kenta also bought the briefcase. Mm-hmm. The IWGP
1: I- K- U.S. title briefcase out. Kenta started the match by beating people with the briefcase. With, with the briefcase. Mm-hmm. It, it, yeah. Oh. Awesome.
0: awesome. Um, I felt the match was very good. There was a lot of crazy spots. I, I legit thought that Jake, with his old crazy ass, was going to take a V-trigger. I really thought that shit was going to happen. Same. I was like, yo, Jake's about to get it. But then you know what? Overall, the match was good. There were a lot. There was a. It was a typical AEW tag team match that had clusterfuck going all over it, but it was an enjoyable clusterfuck. I
1: I, I like when they go to the kitchen. Like, where are they going? It's to a video package. Yep. Yeah, They're going to a video package. It, it was. It was. It had its moments where, like, you know, the ref was holding the tables from rolling away. But I mean, that's nitpicky shit. There were mm-hmm. some big spots too. I thought Kenny broke his fucking head when he went through Peter Avalon's bed. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, but Bones, have you, if you've been watching Dark at all lately, uh, Pretty Peter Avalon has a heart-shaped bed with silk sheets on it that sits ringside. It's it's out oh. there for dynamite, too, but they don't okay. show it too often. Kenny Omega got put through it, and it was not a bed, man. It was a riser. It was a platform. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. Got to admit, though, uh, you, you like to geek on AEW quite a bit for, for the things they do. Uh, there was a very noticeable lack of blood for for a no holds barred match. Interesting. Because Cody wasn't involved.
0: Because Cody wasn't, involved. <laughs>
1: True. Cody wasn't I, involved. Moxley bleeds every I, I looked at Jennifer and I said, let's play the who bleeds first game. And she just Wait, goes, Moxley? Are stupid? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> nice. So, how soon, uh, how long did it take for Good Brothers to get involved?
1: Oh, a a good. Mm-hmm. I, I'd say ten minutes, give or take. Yeah, do do, you, have, do you have the Do you have the clock on the whole match? I don't. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how long it took, but it took it took a good long time. It was mm-hmm. a fantastic match first, and then turned into a shit show. Yep. So with the ending of the match, how how did the match
2: turn out? Did the right? I'm sorry, who went over Kenta and uh, Omega, correct?
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
2: Okay, so tell me about the end of this match, how this whole the whole ending of this match panned out, and the end of Dynamite.
1: Big, big Bullet Club ending. Um, you know, the Good Brothers came in, and they were doing their thing. Um, Kenta was running around. It, it got to the point where the Good Brothers were kind of just beating on Lance Archer, and Kenta and Moxley really split off, which was super nice. It, it, it was kind of interesting, too, because it was kind of like Kenny was on an island, Kenta really played it off as, as you got deeper into the match. Kenta really played it off as like, screw you, Kenny. Like he Mm -hmm. did on that internet thing. He wasn't there to team with Kenny Omega. He was there to get his hands on Moxley any way he could. So the good brothers interference kind of made sense because Lance Archer was just kind of doing big man shit. And then Kenny had his backup come in and take care of it. How did it actually end? clean as a whistle Um, magic killer V trigger one, two, three. Like it was about as good as it got. And they, they did, they did an amazing spot. We all know Kenny can get a gigantic man up, but they, they kind of faked it where Kenny went to put Archer up in the one winged angel. And he just faked that he couldn't get him up. So the good brothers came and they did the three man one winged angel spot. Nice, Fantastic. okay. I like that. And and nobody's ever kicked out of that. So you know right. you, you, you hit the Good Brothers finish, you hit Kenny's setup, and then a basically a, a, a shield power bomb mm-hmm. of a one-winged angel, and it was all over. It was poetry, it was beautiful. Everything everybody moved forward, every mm-hmm. single person moved forward in this. Nice. Now, what was the I'm sorry, Wade, go ahead, brother.
0: Are we not gonna mention the Kenta uh double foot stomp spot?
1: Oh my god. Yeah. Um, like a, the table didn't break. Yeah, I was like, oh, Ooh. okay. So, so
0: Moxley, so it was um Moxley was on a table a table laid out and Kenta and uh Archer were going at it. So Archer had him up for a power bomb spot. Kenta goes out, Kenta goes up, kicks him or whatever to get away, and just goes right into the double stomp on Moxley and the table didn't bust.
1: Moxley <sighs> was down at on the um the timekeepers table on ground level, mm-hmm. and Kenta and Archer were up on the riser that, you know, the dailies place stage. I'm t- he must have flown 10, 15 feet through the air mm-hmm. from, from that elevated position, wow. hit Mox clean in the chest, and the table just went whoop and then yep. kind of fell. Fell over. Oh, I, I thought Mox had broken, I thought he was dead. Right. His fucking ribs could be. Bro- oh, my God. That's rough. Now,
2: what was the dynamic between Kenta and Kenny Omega as tag team partners? Or was there really an opportunity for them to show that? Because there was no holds barred. So they were just mm-hmm. it was just Kenta balling. didn't give
0: a shit. Kenta wasn't there for, for the uh, Bullet Club antics. He was right. there to get Moxley. That was his main goal. Moxley was his objective.
1: Quite, quite a bit of the match. They were split up, too. There were parts where they had multiple referees keeping an eye on both sets of people fighting it mm-hmm. was it was a fight it was it, you know you, you think of John Moxley you think of a fight you think of Lance Archer you think of a fight it was it, it was interesting it was very well done and it was very different and, and I really hope that we see Kenny go I'm a street fighter in a promo again later <laughs> people don't do backflips off of scissor lifts in street fights so <laughs> what should we
2: expect to see now with this whole situation now that this match Happened this week. Where does Kenny Omega show up next week? Do we see him on impact? Do we
1: see him on new Japan strong? Uh, Do we see him in just on dynamite again? Just on dynamite, just on dynamite. But we are going to, it's, this will be the highest rated new Japan strong ever. Mm -hmm. Do you think we
2: see. uh, Kenny Omega at no surrender this week. Nope. This weekend. mm. Nothing. Nope. Yeah. No. Right well, let's get into some impact. No surrender talk, guys, shall we?
1: Yeah, so yeah. No,
2: no surrender mm-hmm. is this Saturday. Mm-hmm. It is a stacked card. So let's try and uh and breeze through this card. Uh, first we have Decay taking on Taniel Dashwood and Triple XL. Let's talk about Decay real quick. They have a new mm. member joining their stable famous luchador black Taurus. Triple coming in from Triple A, <laughs> teaming up now with Crazy Steve and Rosemary. Guys, take it away. Uh Cookie Cutter tag match.
0: It's fine. Don't really care. Uh Tenille's probably the best person in this whole this whole scenario. At least she's being used. Don't care who wins <laughs> at all. <laughs>
1: I I like the decay situation. I'm a Rosemary fan. I I hope it works out well. I'm not a triple XL fan personally for no, for no other reason, not nothing, nothing off of TV or whatever, just their stuff. And to be perfectly honest, anytime we can get to Neil and not have Caleb with a K out there, I'm all right. Yep. Yeah. Tenille Dash was
2: just a fantastic wrestler uh, in in herself, where she doesn't need to have the whole shtick with, Caleb with a K. I mean, it it's done okay. It's it's yeah. it's it's fun. It's mm-hmm. but it, it she needs to be a badass women's wrestler like a Deanna Prazzo, put her in the ring with a Jordan Grace one on one and let's see what she could really do.
1: You know, I with with the title picture being as stacked as it is, I like that they found something for her. hmm hmm Right. Right. Now let's, uh, I mentioned it, just
2: mentioned Jordan You just mentioned Jordan Grace. Let's talk about the next six knockout tag team match with Jordan Grace, Jazz, and ODB taking on Deanna Parrazzo, Kimberly, and Susan. You now have my attention. I am
0: very excited (laughs) for this this six-woman tag. It's going to be very fun. It's going to be a good match. You're continuing storylines. I also like the fact that Deanna and Kimberly are getting sick of Susan Mm because Susan is the one that made this match happen. Right. Because she was like, you know, she went on her high horse and was like, I don't believe this is, I'm going to, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go complain to Scott Dillmore and we're going to have a match. And they didn't even want the match to begin with. So now we have a six woman tag set up thanks to Karen. Uh, Karen actually did something. Well, Susan actually did something proper that we wanted. I'm excited. I see the face team coming out, Jordan Grace and the vets getting the win. And I'm going to say it now. It's all going to lead back to Jordan versus Deanna somehow. Somehow this is going to be a, a great feud that continued in, that happened in 2020, continuing into 2021. And you spaced it out, which is great. So
2: we'll just see how that goes. Right on. Yeah, I mentioned that too. You know, is this a good way for them to get Jordan back into that knockouts championship picture? Maddie? what are your thoughts on this
1: match? Oh, uh, wait, Wade, Wade nailed it. The only thing I'll add is that, you know, it's it's a free purview and the women's champ is in the mix somehow. Right. It's, it's going to be a fun match. I think Wade said it best. I agree. This is one of those matches I'm looking forward to checking out.
2: Let's talk about another match. Now, we have this storyline with Eric Young and his Violent by Design stable, which mm. includes him, mm-hmm. uh, Joe Doring, and Deaner, formerly known as Cody Diener, uh, who is going to be taking on his brother, Diener. Jake Diener. Cousin. Now, cousin. Now, oh, cousin. Sorry, cousin. Cousin Jake, um, who is now known as Jake something. He yep. has a new... I. I I was a fan of the Deaners as a tag team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I yep. think it's cool mm-hmm. that they broke them up. I feel like the Deaners oh, yeah. are kind of like a little more of a comedic version of the Briscoes where they could be a great tag team, but also go on a singles run and then mm-hmm. come back as a tag team. Um, Wade, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't you tell me once that Cousin Jake is actually dating Ruby Riot in real life? They're, they're engaged. They're engaged. Yes.
1: That's awesome. Sorry, Bones. Sorry, sorry Bones. You're I'm sorry, right. bro. I
2: didn't mean to do that hey. to you um I'm, I'm I'm already taken anyway. So it's all right. All right. But anyway, so we have Jake something taken mm-hmm. on Deener mm-hmm. uh, cuz Jake something uh declined the offer to join Violent by Design. Mm-hmm. This is a good match It's given them all something, it's some kind of storyline. Yep. Uh but yep. where does it go from here? I mean, obviously if Jake something wins, they're going to continue the storyline or if if
1: Diener wins, like what what goes what happens here? I, I like what they're doing. They're making Jake something else. They're finishing, in my opinion, they're tying up the loose ends of mm-hmm. the former tag team. He's lost the name, Deaner. You know, he's Jake something. He'll maybe he'll continue to be Jake something for the foreseeable future. They can pick right. something else. I think this is a good way to close it. I like the stable mm-hmm. uh, uh, that Eric Young is putting together, although the the Joe Doring I'm not one hundred percent familiar with from right. uh, um all Japan. Uh, the scowl and the shirtless. To be perfectly honest, I kind of like that big, stupid jacket he's wearing now because he's not just a shirtless dude in jeans. Um, Right. I I think that this... With a cowboy hat. I think that this is a a, a real good situation now. What I need to see is I need to see Jake something take that W Mm -hmm. to move forward, you know, uh, really separate himself. It's also going to cause a little bit of dissension in the violence by design and, and you know, they can always run that moving forward. I, I dig it. I, I don't think this is a throwaway match. I think that good things are going to happen for both of the Deaners moving forward. But I think that this is the end of them moving forward together. Right. Brother Wade.
0: Agreed. Um, honestly, I love the promo that Jake cut on impact where he's like, mm-hmm. you know, I used to be a Deaner and now I have nothing. So I have to be something. This is going to be a coming out party for Jake something in this match. And the thing is, if, Diener is to lose it doesn't really hurt VBD because they look like a team that doesn't really they, they take wins when it matters the most right. this is more of just a oh you have to handle some business with your cousin so go do what you got to do but eh, I don't know maybe this can lead Jake into possibly a uh, possibly a singles title because he was part of that X division tournament yeah mm-hmm. right so, maybe mm-hmm. we'll see it. But I got, I got Jake something winning the match.
2: Right on. Wait, I'm going to give this one to you, man. We got Fire and Flavor taking on uh, Havoc and Nevaeh again in a rematch. This is a Texas Tornado no disqualification match for the Impact Knockouts Tag Team Championships.
0: If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Fire and Flavor are fine with My, the tag titles. Man, do not need to change it. Yeah, they agreed. Resent-
2: they they're a legit tag team if if you're gonna put this knockouts tag division on the map give it to a legit tag team and you got it right there with fire and flavor uh maddie real thoughts real quick
1: uh, i think that the no disqualification rules definitely helps them out mm-hmm. you know they, they 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 can continue to be shifty about it they they're gonna win in a shady way mm-hmm. but yeah retention Love it. and Love still it.
2: So, the, the match that I think we're all excited to see is the triple threat revolver match to determine the number one contender for the Impact X Division Championship. With mm. Ace Austin taking on Blake Christian versus Chris Bay versus Davari versus Josh Alexander versus Suicide versus Trey Miguel versus Willie Mack. Maddie, who is getting the win? Who is
1: the number one contender for the X Division title? No clue i could make a good case for almost everybody in this uh ace austin won the cup you know him going up against the champion would be real nice if we're talking about some short-term storytelling i would love to see chris bay with it um josh alexander's been getting a big push literally everybody in here has a good reason and with tjp being the kind of guy who mans up and gives his friends a chance as well as his enemies it doesn't have to be face heel booking. Uh, I right. This is a pick for me. But does that
2: mean TJP is going to retain brother Wade or is Rohit Raju going to be and new? Um. Wow. Uh, again,
0: you can't really do anything wrong because the X division is so it's like it's shit. I can't I can't stacked. pick. I can't pick. Yeah. I could plead a case for everybody. But if you were to just, you know, put a gun in my head and tell me, tell me to choose, I'm going to go Ace Austin. But mm-hmm. yeah, Ace
1: Austin it. wins and TJP retains. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the same thing. Like you said, even if Rohit wins, he's pissed off enough people that mm-hmm. everybody would want to go against him. The X division does not need to be face heel. It's exactly. just, it's, it's a pick em. Have That's fun with it. Him. Right on. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, we have a tag team match with Eddie
2: Edwards and Matt Cardona taking on Brian Myers and Hernandez. It's a cool storyline to mm-hmm. get um, the former Zack Ryder involved in now that Matt Cardona's made his debut. It's given Brian Myers a little more substance. I like that Eddie Edwards is involved because Eddie Edwards is the guy that's going to give guys like Brian Myers and Matt Cardona, that rub in impact mm-hmm. television. Uh, can we all just agree? Eddie Edwards and Matt Cardona get the win. Cardona's yep. first legit match on the roster with Eddie mm-hmm. Edwards. I mean, come on.
0: I'm happy. I'm happy for him. He finally gets the team with John Cena. Oh, Um, Oh, right. And then, then. then, fun fact he's not even signed. He's on a handshake deal with Impact. They just announced that today. Oh, no shit. Okay. Yeah. So he's on a handshake deal with them. Gotcha. There you go.
2: All right. Uh, Let's talk about the Impact World Championship. We're going to have Rich Swan taking on Tommy Dreamer and Tommy on Tommy Dreamer's 50th
1: birthday. And it's legit. His 50th birthday, February. That's yeah, 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 it's his birthday, February 13th. Uh, yeah, Tommy's going to win. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what? Whoa. No, wait, Tommy's Whoa, not winning this shit. Say, Man, my ribs I
0: thought you
2: were serious. Holy you kidding? shit.
1: You kidding me, man? I'm dying to see Rich Swan mm-hmm.
2: yeah. Yep. Moose. Yeah. Moose is going to get involved. I've liked the way they've been booking Moose. Moose oh, has been best very, ever had. very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, yeah, but, but and still. And still. Yeah, and still. I agree. Uh, let's talk about this crazy three-way tag team match now that we have for the Impact World Tag Team titles with the Good Brothers defending against Chris Sabin and James Storm and Private Party. Yes, Private Party from AEW. <sighs> First of all, after all these weeks, what do you guys think about Private Party being in this title picture?
1: Uh, I don't even like them in... AEW, yeah. It, it, they're, they're just they're not a, it, hey, good for them. This is elevating them, but what do I think about them? No, and I said this last night to, to Jennifer, and, and I, I can't believe I said this out loud. I've had enough Matt Hardy, he has so much TV time between Tuesday and Wednesday, mm-hmm. and being the elite, it's just it's just so much big money, Matt Hardy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to admit, though, uh, considering it's not the Motor City Machine Guns and it's private party, I don't care about this match.
2: Interesting. The only reason I care about it is because of the Impact AEW crossover, mm-hmm. uh, and oh, it, yeah, it, no, it opens yeah. up yeah. doors for some for other people to. But show morbid up.
1: curiosity, but right, but no, nobody's going to take. They're not going to give the Impact Tag Team titles to an AEW team. And if it's not the Motor City machine, they're, they're not going to give it to Saban and, and uh, Storm. They're not. Stranger no. shit has happened in Impact. Yeah. In wrestling
2: <laughs> no. in general, I, 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 could, I can't see Private Party winning. No, I, I, I could no. I could see as long as the Good Brothers, Saban and Storm could help, uh, I can see them really putting Private Party over, and I hopefully, I'm hoping that Private Party has a good showing in this mm-hmm. match. Uh, but I, I'm with you guys, I think, and still, Good Brothers are going to retain. Oh, good yeah. Brothers are on too much of a roll right now with what's going on in the tag division in Impact. They're Them and Omega, for them to lose the titles right now. Mm-hmm. And, and
1: really, who's a bigger crossover star in Impact right now?
2: You know, bigger, bigger than the good brothers.
1: That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I yeah. The only person I would have put up at their level would have been a tie of Valkyrie and she's mm-hmm. P-E-T-F-O. Right. So. Right. So anyway, guys, that
2: is impact. No surrender this Saturday on the 13th. Oh, so waiting we'll for this. We will be sure mm-hmm. to give bring you guys the results and our reactions next week right here on New Normal Wrestling. But guys, let's talk about some WWE now let's talk about Raw obviously you're listening to this on Friday so we have not seen Smackdown yet but let's get into the build for Elimination Chamber so we really had a um a very quick quick build to Elimination Chamber obviously because that's what you say Maddie. a week from from uh, uh, another week until we get to the Elimination yep. Chamber yep. so it's a very short build but they just booked the whole card pretty much on Monday. And it was some really weak ass booking before we get into raw real quick. I do want to uh, also mention rest in peace to the natural Butch Reed passed away this week. Natural Butch Reed is a, he's not a hall of famer. Is he yet? no, nope. No, not in the hall of fame, but he is a legend, uh classic wrestler. Doom baby. Doom back in WCW, uh, him and Ron Simmons, uh, you know, another legend gone too soon. The natural Butch Reed. So rest in peace. Um, so let's get right to the Elimination Chamber match itself that was announced on Raw. So they had this whole big to-do with Shane McMahon coming in to Raw for this big announcement. And Shane didn't really do any of the talking. the announcement pretty much came from Adam Pierce, who we already see on TV every week. And they announced the following wrestlers to be in the Elimination Chamber, it's going to be Sheamus, Randy Orton, Jeff Hardy, The Miz, AJ Styles, and Drew McIntyre, because Drew will be defending inside Elimination Chamber. Now, you could definitely make an argument for Sheamus belongs in the match. Mm. You can make an argument for why AJ Styles belongs in the match. I don't understand why The Miz is in the match. The Miz is holding the fucking money in the bank briefcase. Don't put him in the Royal Rumble. Don't put him in a, an elimination chamber. Put him in fucking bullshit singles matches and let him just fucking cash in whenever he decides to. He doesn't need yep. to be in M1 contender matches. Um, Jeff Hardy kind of makes me scratch my head too. He hasn't had the best... Uh, he hasn't been on, on on a winning streak or anything lately. His win-loss record has been... Uh, pretty underwhelming lately. So I don't understand why I know he's a former champion, but why he made it into the match and Randy Orton, dude, love you, man. Love me. some Randy Orton, let him go into another few, get him out of the fucking title picture. He's been in the title picture since S- SummerSlam, since at least August, you know, he needs to go on and do something else. Now I don't, is it going to be a good match? Yes. Because you have the amount of
1: talent inside that thing, yeah. they can't help it be a good match. But the, again, the booking though, shit.
2: It, it's weak booking. It's weak. Why isn't uh, Riddle in this? Why isn't Ali in this? Wade, let's talk about that real quick. Everyone here knows the story of Ali and Kofi Mania. Mm-hmm. Ali was supposed to be in Elimination Chamber back in 2019. Mm-hmm. Couldn't do it because of injury. Kofi replaced him, and that's where Kofi Mania was born. And Kofi had an amazing championship run. Why why didn't Ali get into this match this year? If you want to continue the storyline between him and Kofi, put Kofi in here, put uh, put uh, Ali in the match.
0: You could have done it where it was a uh, you can play the Kofi Kingston role again because this happened to him before. You can have it where it looks like Jeff Hardy might be injured from what happened to him on Raw. So you can replace him with Kofi. Ali could play it up and say, here you go again. Kofi gets into another title match without having to actually earn it. He's about to come in and Ali prevents him from winning by attacking him afterwards. Mm -hmm. I do not see the reason why Jeff Hardy's in the match. I don't see the reason why The Miz is in the match. It doesn't make sense. It really doesn't. I mean, I understand the world champion thing, but... What happened to actually using your division for what it's known for? Mm. You have a lot of quality talent and three of the names in another match could have been three of the names you threw in the elimination chamber because mm. Riddle had a great, the, a great run in the Rumble and Keith Lee's just returning. Bobby Lashley's been on fire since. Fire. Oh, he's been on fire lately since he mm. won the U.S. title. And what? It's just really lazy ass booking
2: because then you have a match between riddle and keith lee on raw keith lee wins but then lee and riddle both get put into a triple threat match
1: with lashley for the u.s title mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it, th- this was such we we talked a couple of times about how raw was making steps forward and it was getting better and this was a big mm-hmm. big step back this week this was a very difficult raw to get through. And it's not like I'm working on Mondays. It's not like my day is super full and then I'm paying attention for three hours. I don't have a whole hell of a lot going on. I mean, it was my wife's birthday. Happy birthday, Jennifer. Love you. Happy Um, birthday, Jennifer. But happy birthday. But it was a bad raw and listen to the names that you guys have just said the 10 names you just rattled off are all top tier talent. Mm-hmm. These guys are amazing, and it was a crap night of Raw. Right.
2: It, again, it's weak ass booking. I I don't understand. They literally just threw this together probably like an hour before Raw went on the air.
1: That's hey, that's what you, it feels hey, like. I'll, I'll tell you why Jeff Hardy's in it. Swanton bomb from the cage. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's there, all. The he, Swanton from the, from the top of a Yep, from the top uh, of the chamber. Yep. That's it. Miz. Now doesn't hasn't Miz been in a shit ton of these? Miz has been in a lot. Wade's um, going nuts. What's up, Wade? We're forgetting one more
0: person who should have been in this match. You said former world champions. Didn't Braun just fucking come back? Isn't he on Raw?
2: Yes, but Braun is actually dealing with a blood infection. I really? saw a report on that earlier today. Yes. Ooh,
1: Braun get, get well, up. man. Take get care of well yourself. Soon. Be, be well smart. Soon, yeah, man. Best yeah, of get luck. Get
2: Well, because you're in the best shape of your career and, uh, I would love <laughs> to see what, what they can do with you. You now.
1: So get well soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Worst case scenario. They can even revisit Braun with the fiend at any point that they have to. Yep. You're right. Yep. Oh man, wait, yeah, yeah, Braun. If if you take if you take a good look at just the entire show, uh
2: man. Well, let's talk about some more weak ass book. Let's talk about the women's the raw women's championship title picture starting with a face to face between Lacey Evans and Charlotte Flair, and which ended up turning into a singles match. Lacey Evans wins by DQ. So now Lacey Evans gets a shot against Oscar for the Raw Women's Championship. How much you want to bet Charlotte gets involved in this match somehow. Charlotte wins by beating Lacey Evans. And then we see Charlotte Oscar
1: at WrestleMania for the Raw Women's Championship. I I won't even make that bet because I just I've given up, man. I've given up. I've given up. I like Oscar the person. I can't like Oscar the champ. Can't, yeah. can't do it. They will not let me. I do not care about almost anything on this damn show. Mm-hmm. And they're finally giving us nuggets of the things we want. This is the Bobby Lashley I've been clamoring for since he came back. Mm-hmm. And they're putting him. He's, he's, the, he's the third wheel in the title picture. He is yeah. the male Oscar. He's killing it as the U.S. champ. And the mm-hmm. story is Keith Lee and Riddle. Asuka right. is a killer. She is a phenomenal wrestler. They're asking her to be this goofy, weird ass mouthpiece, and she's killing that. And the story is Lacey Evans, Charlotte, and Rick fucking Flair. Don't get me wrong. The guy's a legend, greatest ever, all that stuff. But for God's sakes, man, make Asuka mean something. Right. That, that's where they're dropping the ball. And it, it's, it's,
2: it's sad. It is sad. I mean, we talk about it every week. Wade, wh- where do you think this is going to go? How is this going to pan out? Okay. First
0: of all, I do not like how Charlotte Flair is made the standard bearer when it comes to you. If you beat her, you're automatically in the title picture. Doesn't make sense. Stupid decision. It was lazy booking to get Lacey Evans into a title picture. I do not see Lacey Evans walking out of Elimination Chamber with the title. And it's, it's, if it happens, Charlotte will interfere. And then, I, like you said, Asuka will somehow be like, oh, I could have beat her on my own. This had nothing to do with you, blah, blah, blah. But to give Asuka some type of cred, I don't need Charlotte in a title match because we know the outcome already. Asuka's going to lose, and we're going to be like, okay, Charlotte's got the belt again. Right. I'm sorry. You want Asuka's reign to mean something, to have a credible match at Mania? It is time to open up and get Rhea Ripley on TV. Thank you. That's Where, the Where the hell is Rhea Mira Ripley? Ripley? You had her debut at the fucking rumble. She was the runner up. And then you don't hear shit. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna do? Save her until fast lane? It could it could be a slow <laughs> burn. It could be a
2: slow burn. What maybe slow
0: burn. There's no need for this a slow is a burn. no burn. This is a no burn. You we don't even see her. We don't even know her. We don't even acknowledge mm-hmm. her. She's done a better job on social media for herself than WWE has done. And I love the fact that Rhea has been on social media blowing up Bianca's spot. Like, oh. Bianca, congratulations. Bianca, you deserve it. Bianca, you're the best. That's what women do to put each other over and to keep ourselves relevant. But it feels like the main roster is like, hey, uh... You had a great debut. Uh, we don't know what to do with you. And I don't want to hear everybody say, put her on SmackDown. Put her on uh, SmackDown. I'll be upset if, if that happens tonight. If, do not put Rhea Ripley on SmackDown. You are taking away from Bianca and you are sorely in that division. Sorry, you don't need Rhea Ripley, who is already a phenomenal talent. Put her on Raw. Have her go after Asuka. Hell, have her debut the night after Elimination Chamber and say, listen, you you beat Lacey great. You beat Charlotte great. You don't have any real contenders because everybody's a joke. I'm the real threat to your title. Give me a match and I'll prove it to you. It's time. Where the fuck is Rhea Ripley?
2: Right. Th- this <sighs> Raw Women's Championship picture is just, it's a mess. It's as bad as AEW's women's division was when Dynamite first started mm-hmm. with, uh, with a much bigger talent pool, much exactly. bigger, much bigger, top tier talent pool that they don't know what to do with. I don't understand. But let's, uh, you know, we mentioned Rhea Ripley and her performance, at the Royal Rumble. Let's talk about Edge. And his segment, I love what they're doing right now with the Royal Rumble winner, how we still don't know Mm. who the Royal Rumble winners, both Bianca and Edge, are going to go after at WrestleMania. And it looks Mm -hmm. like Edge made the same thing. He's going to wait to see what happens still after Elimination Chamber before he makes his decision.
1: He also said he was going to wait to see what happens after TakeOver, too. I I just, I love the fact that Edge is really putting in that time to put NXT over, Mm -hmm. you know? If if you're if you're gonna legitimately consider it to be a third brand, uh, having the NXT Women's Dusty Cup winners get a shot at the Women's Tag Titles, and having Edge show up and continue to put over the fact that that title means something, smooth moves, and and I like what they're doing with Edge. I, I like him coming back, and I like that a non-branded wrestler has the belt. Oh, I'm sorry, has, has the, 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 the title opportunity. The
2: title, right. Mm-hmm.
0: Couldn't agree more. Edge is basically doing a lot of work without having to interact with anybody. Yeah. The promo he cut on The Miz was fantastic. He was like, you think you're awesome? Did it 20 years ago. Time to move on. I made the money in the bank something credible and you made it a joke. Edge is making other people look good. That is what he's here for. And again, I really don't want to know who he's going to challenge until Fastlane.
2: Well, what I want to know is this. Do we know if Roman, if SmackDown's going to be in an Elimination Chamber match as well?
0: The rumor was, and I, I'd have to go back on the network and check it out on Talking Smack. It was spoken about... I don't know how true or confirmed it is, but Adam Pierce said that there would be an elimination chamber match for Roman's title. And if you do, you have a lot of names to throw in there. SmackDown's yeah. elimination chamber for the universal title has a lot more meat on it than the WWE championship match. It'd be I, much, I can, much better. I can than give you five people. I can give you five people off the rip. Yep. Who, who would your five, five choices be? KO, Daniel Bryan, Nakamura, Cesaro and for shits and giggles, Biggie. Biggie. Let's go. Boom. That's
1: it. Mm. I would probably take out Biggie because he's got the title and I'd throw in Uso to have an inside man on the inside. You're right. You're right. I agree with your other four. Mm. Yeah, you're right. I like that. Don't want Jay Uso. Very good picks. I think
2: raw, what they need to do is not have the U S title on the line at elimination chamber and put all three of those stars, Riddle Lee and Lashley in the elimination chamber. Take out uh-huh. The Miz, take out Jeff Hardy, take out Randy Orton. That's your make, Elimination Chamber make, match.
1: Make it for that title. Let's elevate that title. There you go. Mm-hmm. Make it for the mid-card title. Be like, mm-hmm. yo, this title means something. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But it doesn't. Yeah. It's, it, can, what What am I supposed to do? The WWE Championship doesn't mean shit. I'm expecting the other title to mean anything. Right.
2: So very interesting to see what's going to happen on SmackDown later on tonight. Yeah. But guys, Elimination uh, nope. Chamber. Wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. Oh. Rollins. Oh, this that's is, right. Oh, this right. This is the Rollins. Rollins is back. Yeah, Rollins man. Is coming back. back
2: tonight. That's right. So we'll have to see what's going to happen with Rollins. I can see Rollins getting back to that picture. If you're doing Elimination Chamber, definitely throw him in there.
1: Right. Yeah, right off the bat. Yeah. But, but here's the other thing, man. If they shit the bed and bring Rhea out, on Rollins' return night, that mm-hmm. is a double boo whammy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Couldn't agree more. You do not need Rhea Ripley to be on SmackDown. I'm going to repeat: you do not need Rhea Ripley to be on SmackDown. She needs to go to Raw where she would be more needed. Sorry. Mm-hmm. It's just nope. not needed. It's
2: just <clears throat> not needed. Yeah.
1: Don't don't be sorry. It's true. It's mm-hmm. damn true. It's damn
2: true. You know, Raw also need well. Going on to the, back to the Raw Women's uh, Division, they really need to um, focus on the stars that they do have. They need to break up Lana and Naomi. Thank you. You know the Oof. only the only thing that I liked on Raw was that the the booking of the out of nowhere tables match between Naya and Lana. Because they finally bought that story to a conclusion, and mm, yeah. Lana mm-hmm. the babyface got over. It was done well. It didn't need to be a five star match. Nope. It needed to be exactly Mm-mm. what it was. Yep. Lana came from behind, knocked Nia to the table. It was done well, but that did nothing for Lana. Did nothing for Nia Jax or her whole. Did nothing for Naomi and Shanna Baszler, who were both there because they had a fucking a nonsense match that happened afterwards. Naomi is a fucking star. She needs to get rid of the glow and she needs to change. She needs to be repackaged. And I'm, I'm going to, I've been saying it for weeks. She needs to join the hurt business.
1: We we've all been saying it. Cause it's just, <clears throat> mm-hmm. it, it's the she, best move. She needs to be a badass, and she can even pull the same shit that Ali's pulling the, right. the when, when you guys had nothing better to do, I got my shot. I carried this title. I made it. But when Becky, when this happened, when that happened, when everything happened, blah, 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 blah. Now it's time for me to get mine. Naomi
2: is also the mm-hmm. first ever SmackDown Women's Champion. Uh, two-time? Three-time no. champion? Two-time She's champion. the
0: first. She's the first. Cha- no, wait.
2: Oh, no. Becky
0: was. I'm sorry. Becky, Becky Lynch is the inaugural SmackDown. Women right. Champion. You're right.
2: Naomi had it twice. Yes. Twice, though. And she has she twice. Had some, pretty, some decent runs. Mania Jersey, man. Mania. Yeah mania and then
0: she uh she won it back in mania in florida and yep. then had a good run and dropped it to
2: natty right only reason she didn't have a longer reign is because she got injured in that match the, with alexa the, Bliss. the injury yep that's right that's what it was yep so so much they can be doing right now with the women's division but again the with the week booking that we saw on raw i i have a feeling we're going to see that again tonight on smackdown because again we're only a week away, or a little more than a week away from the el- elimination chamber, but I-, I think with the pool of talent they have and the way the booking is done and creative is done on SmackDown, at least it, it might be quick week booking, but at least it'll be better booking than what we saw on Raw this week. Like we're not mm-hmm. going to see um, a-, a Lacey Evans take on you know take on Sasha Banks, you know, for the title. We're not going to see a nonsense IC. T- fuck, put Sami Zayn. Uh big E and a couple other mid-carders, Daniel Bryan. You said Nakamura. I mean, these guys that could be in the Elimination Chamber, there's plenty of pl- plenty there in the palette also to go for the IC title. Mm-hmm. So I think the SmackDown's gonna have the better showing uh at Elimination Chamber.
1: Agreed. I um, hope so. Because yeah. if it's not better, it's really fucking it's, bad. If it's not better, it's gonna suck. But it's gonna suck bad.
2: We'll definitely get into more of, of elimination chamber next week. We'll find mm-hmm. out more what's going to happen tonight on SmackDown. <clears throat> but guys, any final words before we sign
1: off today? Please, please, please. I know they've been I know they've been running the other promos. They've been running the other promos. I hope it's a swerve. Please burn it down tonight. Let's get. Badass, fun loving, kick-ass take name Seth Rollins, not the former Monday night Messiah Seth Rollins. Right. Let's burn it down in
2: Claymore Country on our way to Suplex City while we get these hands on Nia Jax's hole. Wow. <laughs> Drops Mike. I was gonna make a statement. I was but, gonna make a statement, but But you can't now, right? But I can't it always comes back to Nia Jax's this hole, ball. even though NNW's hole is better mm-hmm. than Nia mm-hmm. Jax. But anyway, fam, with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. If you've enjoyed the show and want to show your support, be sure to check us out on Instagram at New Normal Wrestling. Be sure to drop us a line, slide into our DMs for any questions, or Matty G, tell them where they can email us.
1: nnwhost at gmail.com
2: NNWhost at gmail.com. Drop us a line, tell us what you like, tell us what you don't like, tell us if you agree, if you disagree, tell us if you want us to talk about a specific topic that we haven't touched on. Let us oh, know yeah. what you want to hear. Mm-hmm. So be let sure. Let us to- know if
1: it's your birthday. We'll say happy birthday. Yeah we'll, we'll-
2: yeah, we'll say happy birthday to you. Brother Wade will sing happy birthday to you on air if you let us Lavish.
0: know with the with my melodious tones. Oh. <clears throat> silky smooth.
1: <laughs> Melodious tones. Yeah. I love it. Awesome.
2: Also, even though you can't see us, myself and Brother Wade are rocking our sweet NNW swag, which you can get straight from the Fourth Wall Swag Shop found on tpublic.com. Be sure to follow the, the ad, I'm sorry, the link in the description and in our bio and social media. Uh, and also, we have a very big announcement. Starting in 2021, Oop. NNW is going to be bringing to you an Oop. interview mm. series. Ooh. That is right. No. Interview. And we just had our first interview held by good brother Wade with a member of the C-Stars, Delmi XO. So we're going to have that interview dropping at the end of the month. So the last Friday of each month, uh, whenever we have interviews on on. on deck we will be sure to drop them the last friday of the month so february 26th you're going to hear the interview with Delmi xo from the sea stars so with mm. that being said and it's a hell
1: of a hell of an interview
2: hell of an interview big stay, brother wade did tuned. a phenomenal lavish job of being an interviewer so with that being said i'm johnny bones he's brother wade He's DJ Maddie G. Sorry, I bet. Uh, Maddie G pointed to himself when I said you. Oh, I'm Johnny Bones. He's DJ Matty G. He's good brother Wade. That's the right order. One, two, three. Boom, boom, boom. You're always number one of my hearts, guys. Too sweet to you both. But until next week, I bid you a duh with a goodbye. Mwah. Ah. And a good night.
1: Bye. Bang. Bang. They've been pushing fucking uh, Red Velvet to the moon yeah. to get this Jade Cargill situation going. Yo, she just beat Dia fucking Monte.
2: Yeah. On yep. Dark, right? Yeah. Garbage. I- Jennifer's like, I- they got to make her
0: look
1: credible. I'm like, with anybody else? With
0: anybody else? Why would you give her Dia Monte? God damn it.